Hello and welcome to the OCR Exams podcast, where we'll be chatting with a range of guest speakers from the world of education. My name's Anthony, I'm one of the hosts of the podcast. Here at OCR, we're committed to supporting teachers and exams officers at every step of their journey with us. We're also here to help our students reach their full potential, and some of our podcasts will feature tips and advice on revising, preparing for exams, and managing mental health. Please remember to like, comment on and subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you're using and be sure to follow our other social media channels. We're on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Just search for OCR exams. You can also find a range of subject specific blogs on our website, ocr.org.uk forward slash blog. So let's get started with today's episode. everyone welcome to this episode of the OCR podcast my name is Anthony Day and I'm the customer communications manager here at OCR today I'll be chatting with my guest about her experience of applying to and visiting prospective universities and considering apprenticeships as a pathway we'll also talk about settling back into the college routine managing homework and study pressures so let me introduce my guest Francesca is a sixth form student from Cambridge who first joined me earlier in summer 2022 to talk about her experience of preparing for exams and the associated effects to her mental health and well-being. Hi Francesca, it's great to welcome you back. Thanks for joining me again. Hiya, it's good to have back. Great, Um, so let's get started with the questions. So first Francesca, so for those listeners who haven't yet heard your first podcast with us, would you please share what you're currently studying and where? Yeah, so of course, so obviously my name's Francesca. I'm currently in my final year at Long Road Sixth Form College and I'm studying criminology, musical theatre and business. Brilliant. So final year, looking back on, on the last couple of years and reflecting, what have been your high and low moments as a sixth form student? Gosh, um, I think for me and probably lots of others, one of the biggest lows was the first initial step up into college life. Suddenly you're expected to approach your learning with much more independence and maturity, which I think at first can take a lot of time to adjust to because it's so different from what you're used to. But once you kind of find your routine, it all starts to feel so much more normal. So I'd say definitely don't worry about that. It does definitely get easier and better. But aside from that, the main highs I've had at college was definitely the end of year one. For me, it felt like a massive achievement to get that far. And I think you definitely deserve to praise yourself for having that much resilience to keep going, because in the first year, it's definitely not always easy. Um, and after finishing the first year as well, I felt I felt much more excitement about, you know, the next year of what's to come and that decision of what you're going to do after college really starts to draw in. Brilliant. And it's it's that's the key, isn't it? Having that resilience and just being kind to yourself and giving yourself time and, and realising, OK, not everything has to happen overnight. It's just going to take time to get into that routine. So, yeah, yeah. it sounds like you've done fantastically. Good, very good strategies in place there. So, yeah, I'm glad to hear it's gone well for you. Um, so also, since we last spoke, you've been applying for university places, haven't you? Yes, I have. Yeah. So um, have you got any top tips for, for other students who are going to be submitting their university application um, in the months to come? The most important thing I would say to anyone is do it sooner rather than later. 
Second year involves so much more stress and pressure. So the last thing you want to do is have your uni application getting tied up in everything. Mm. Um, dedicate some weekends to your application and take time to think through where you want to go, what you want to study, because it's really important decision. So it shouldn't be a rush process at all. Um, I'd also say start doing your research early. You know, the whole application process I started at the beginning of October I sent off my draft statements talked to my tutor and now I'm in such a good position because I've already received four out of five offers and that's such a great feeling because I know a lot of people who you know perhaps haven't started and now are struggling to keep up with all their other deadlines as well so start doing it early and efficiently and it definitely will take the pressure off you and everything gets approved and sent off in time hopefully. That's it isn't it it's just giving yourself enough time to you know to remember actually this is quite a big step and big stage of your life and yeah. I guess you know it's still quite a busy year at college so once you've got that out of the way then you can get back to thinking right okay I need to get through this year yeah. and get and get what I need to, to progress on so yeah it's brilliant so which universities have you visited so far so I've now been to all my university open days and in the past few months I've visited Nottingham Trent, Leeds, Beckett, Brighton and Bath Spa. Yeah. Any standing out for you so far? Brighton yeah I loved it yeah I bet it's a, yeah, it's a lovely city great culture isn't it so beautiful oh brilliant um so obviously w when you're visiting university and campuses and you know for their open days it, it's quite it can be quite overwhelming I guess and mm -hmm. you want to feel like you want to make the most of it and you know take it all in and and see everyone you need to see and do everything you need to do to to really get that kind of informed decision so um what would you say to other students visiting university campuses, particularly, yeah, particularly on how to get the most out of their visit? Yeah, so like you said, I think be prepared to feel overwhelmed. Um, my friend told me that when she first went for her open day, and I didn't really know what she meant until I actually came back from my first open day. And throughout the day, you take in so much information that it can be so much to, you know, think about. Mm. So once you get back home, what I did was I wrote down everything that I liked and didn't like about the place. And then this way, when I went to other universities, I could kind of have those opinions and I could compare them. So that way I was kind of already looking at places that I might consider as my top choices. Mm. Um, I definitely say make sure you plan your day as well. So all unis will usually have a timetable that they give to you in a few days in advance and it's up to you to book what talk or tour you want to go on. So having a scheduled timetable for me definitely helped me to feel more comfortable because I knew what the day was going to be like. Um, also, don't be scared to have a really good look around the uni. You know, you've got to think this could be the place I want to study for the next three years. So you've got to make sure that you like the campus, the area, just really get a feel for what life could be like if you live there. Um, and I think lastly, I definitely say go to as many open days as possible, even if one of them is going to be your fifth choice, still go around and have a look. And I say this because one of the unis I had my heart set on when I went to the open day, I actually left early because immediately it just was not what I expected. I didn't I didn't get the vibe or the feel. And I think that's really important. And you've got to keep that in mind when visiting choices that it might not actually be what you thought it would. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like the idea of um, that pros and cons almost list mm -hmm. and writing it all down as you go along because, like you say, it's 
so much to take on board and our brains only have so much capacity that you forget it all by the time you finish yeah that's really good fantastic great tips thank you um very very useful so are you thinking about any other pathways such as apprenticeships I am. So aside from looking at university, I'm also looking into a marketing assistant apprenticeship in London as another pathway. Um, I've tried to be quite active about this, you know, researching salaries, industries, location, job roles and responsibilities. There's quite a lot to look at. So I think getting started early helps me prepare for when applications start opening up in the new year. Fantastic. Well, good luck with those applications. And um, I know for many students, um, doing an apprenticeship is a very very worthwhile um uh, route to go down to get into um to get into that work and, and get those valuable skills and experience that that you need to progress so very exciting good luck with those thank you um so we're recording this podcast just a couple of months back into this new school year so you know summer's gone that nice long break and um yeah kind of like the shock of getting back into the routine so um we know statistically that many students struggle um, with their mental health um, when settling back into school or college after a long period of like summer holidays. So mm-hmm. and getting used to that routine, managing the yeah. workload again. So have you found it yourself settling back into college this year? Um, so I won't lie. Like I said earlier, it definitely feels like there's another massive step up from year one into two with the workload and expectations they have for you as a final year student. Mm. I think all I can take away from my experience and give someone advice is just keep going. As long as you actively turn up to classes, stay on top of your work and assignments, there's really no reason why you should struggle. And of course, you know, that's much easier said than done. But coming from someone that's in that position right now and I know so many people that are also in that position and everyone says the work that you put in now no matter how hard it will be that's what will give you the grades at the end and that's something for me has really you know driven me to try and do my best and get those top grades in the last few months that we have left because although it's hard and not an easy ride it will be so rewarding in the end. Excellent. I like that. Just keep going. Might make that as a strap line of this podcast. There you go. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> yeah, just keep it going. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Um, so when when you have had those kind of periods or moments of feeling a bit overwhelmed or a bit low in mood, so what helps you boost your mood if you are feeling a bit a bit a bit low or struggling with your mental health? Um, well, after summer, I definitely hit a bit of a low, you know, everything returning to normal, getting back into our routines. And with the nights drawing in earlier, um, I think now more than ever, I really wanted to try and keep on top of my mental health. So far, I've been taking much more, you know, specific time out for myself in the week to refresh and recharge, because sometimes it can just get too much and you do need that time to kind of step back. Um, I'm making sure that, you know, I'm eating well, keeping up with my fitness And I think as well, because all my friends are in the same year and we're all going through the same thing. We also try and have like a weekly catch up. We do. We go around someone's house. We have a chilled night where we just talk and relax, stick something on the TV. And it's just so nice to kind of forget about college work for one night and just think, oh, I'm back, back to back to life, back to freedom, not worry about work for a few days. Yeah, Um, for sure. And all these things have really helped me so far. So I think I'm just going to keep doing what makes me and my mind happy and not too much, not put too much pressure on myself good for you that's what it's all about just do what makes you happy exactly um so you mentioned just then about 
having your friends um to to chill out with and have fun with so in addition to those who are your go-tos when you when you need to speak about how you're feeling and why do you feel it's important to talk to others my go-to um when things are getting a bit too much or when I just want to talk to people are definitely my mum obviously my friend and my boyfriend um because these people have been through so much no I've been through stuff in their life they've been stuff in my life so I think we've got that connection where I know whatever's wrong they'll always kind of find a way for me to overcome it and help me through it and I think it's so so important to have that close circle of people in your life that you know you can generally speak to about anything because dealing with stuff alone is never a good option um talking and sometimes getting different perspectives on a situation can make it so much more bearable for someone yeah absolutely and yeah that that close network of people you're emotionally invested in one another so yeah um, yeah it's, that's what it's all about isn't it propping each other up when yeah. you need it so important so we have spoken about this briefly but i think it's something really um important to just touch on again to finish things up mm-hmm. so finally the transition from school to college isn't always easy for students as yeah. as you know yourself so what would you say to someone who's about to take their gcses and then head head into college I would honestly say to you know anyone who's in that position right now is don't stress about things that you can't control. Going into college is such a big step and everyone's nervous about it because it's a new experience. So overthinking and worrying about issues that haven't even happened yet is so pointless. And I say this because I always used to do it. I, you know, I think to myself, what if I don't like my teachers? What if I don't find my way around the college? And these thoughts in reality, when I got to college, they're so minor that I was like, why was I even, you know, worrying about this? Um, So I think enjoy your year 11 summer. You know, once your GCSEs are done, take time and relax. Do stuff that you love. See your friends. Have, you know, a massive bit, a massive sense of freedom, because then Mm. you get into that new college year. That's the time that you really need to focus so yeah just enjoy enjoy your year I'd say enjoy the summer yeah absolutely perspective just yeah just enjoy the here and now absolutely thank you very much that's all right that's all for our episode today and Francesca honestly whatever route you go down I'm sure you're going to do fantastically um so you just make the decision that's right for you and you'll do great thank you thanks very much for joining me and to everyone listening I hope you found this episode interesting So you can also catch up on Francesca's first podcast episode with us, which was on the subject of revising and preparing for exam day by clicking the link in the show notes below. Don't forget to share this podcast with your classmates and please get in touch with us if you need any further support as you prepare for your exams. All our contact details and social media channels can be found at ocr.org.uk forward slash contact. And unless you've already done so, please give us a follow on Instagram. Our handle is at OCR Examinations, where we regularly share tips and resources to support you with your mental health, well-being and revision. 